Hey everyone, welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a weekly podcast about lifestyle and healthy eating. I'm Rob and together with my wife Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative yet entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating. We'll cover everything but the kitchen sink. Each week we'll discuss topics ranging from how to protect yourself from developing cancer, spicy foods to rev up the libido, to caring for your palliative grandfather with Alzheimer's. We'll also delve into more complex issues like, what the heck is oat milk? Why doesn't my butt fit into these jeans? And every guy's favorite question, will eating spinach really make it bigger? Plus, we'll learn what all those big words on the food labels mean. Each episode will tap into Sandra's vast expertise and extensive knowledge as a registered dietitian. After practicing as a registered dietitian for 23 years, you'd think I'd know what I'm talking about. I've learned some pearls of wisdom through connecting with thousands of people. Any case from prenatal to patients surviving their journey through aggressive cancer treatment, I've worked with a multitude of different clients. Join us each week as we strive to educate, enlighten, and entertain you. When did milk get so confusing? When I was a kid, there was one section in the dairy case for milk and you had three options. You had your homo milk, otherwise known as homogenized or whole milk. You had your 2% and for the health nuts, there was skim milk. Nowadays, it seems you can squeeze milk out of just about anything. You can get it from a cow, you can get it from a goat, you can get it from a can, and even from an oat. There's hemp milk, rice milk, organic milk and cream, soy almond buttermilk, booby milk, and steamed. You can milk a macadamia, a peanut, or a plant. You can squeeze it out of quinoa or get it whole or 1%. Raw powdered coconut and even gluten-free, hazelnut, chocolate, and sometimes from a pea. Going to the store for milk is a complex endeavor these days. Thankfully, my wife, the dietitian, is here to help us make sense of it all. So, Sandra, is it just me or is milk uh, gotten a lot more confusing? Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's there's so many more options in the grocery store now. Like the whole dairy case is just well it's not a it's a dairy section now actually there's two sections because there's a there's an organic section with all sorts of types of milk alternatives and then there's the regular dairy what changed why is there so many that's a really good question they are becoming more uh, popular and definitely more widely available all in different stores not just the health food stores but in regular grocery stores you mean like milk alternatives are becoming popular yeah yeah absolutely yeah and you know there's many reasons that people uh start drinking these um some people are on certain diets or they're following a plant-based like vegetarian lifestyle and they just are kind of eliminating dairy and so yeah but they're not created equal a lot of the ones that i mentioned in the intro i I had no idea that they even existed i mean almond milk seems to be pretty popular is that yeah actually you're right that's the most popular alternative to cow's milk is almond milk which is kind of interesting because it's actually um not the best plant-based alternative milk to choose at all okay no um the it's almond milk is very low in protein 
and it requires a ton of water to produce. Because milk, regular cow's milk, is high in protein, typically. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's actually a really good source of protein. There's eight grams of protein in a cup of regular cow's milk. Oh wow! In a cup of almond milk, there's one gram of protein. Oh, well, that's a huge difference. Yeah, and you'd think, oh, it's a nut milk. You'd think that well, nuts have protein, um, but actually, the almond milk has very little protein. And as I mentioned before about the water, eighty um, percent of the almonds are grown in California, and that's like in the summer drought problems with California, and a lot of the farmers growing the almonds actually use pesticides. So a lot of the almond milk out there that we drink um, have these residues of pesticides, and that's. Uh, that's not good. That's no, not... I don't. I don't like eating pesticides myself. Um... <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's. It's like you know ripple effects. It's not just on. Um, well, definitely human health, but they're pollinator disruptors, the pesticides, and also then you know we can have problems with uh, more risk of uh, reproductive and uh, neurological problems. Um, so long-term health risks of pesticides. So that's not good. That is true. There's so many things to think about. Yeah, well, and so if people are very adamant about having almond milk because they like the flavor or that's the one they want, um, buy organic because then you are not getting the pesticides. And uh, the other option is making homemade nut milk with uh, soaking the almonds and you can find some information online about making homemade um, almond milk. I don't think um, uh, that's something that I'm going to be doing anytime soon. <laughs> it seems it seems like a whole lot of work. <laughs> I remember watching our friend make peanut butter. <laughs> it's like, buddy, it's it's not that expensive to buy a jar of peanut butter. It seemed like it was like a four-hour project and then another hour to clean out the blender. <laughs> <laughs> you kill me that's so, that's so true eh? yeah but um, hey fill your boots if that's your thing uh it seems like it's it's an option I, I, I'm, I'm guessing it would take a few almonds though to get milk out of like to squeeze the milk out of the almond or uh, pressing it or i don't actually know how you get milk out of an almond but I would think you'd need a lot of almonds. Yeah, you, you soak them, and and it takes a ton of water. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what are the what are the other varieties or alternatives, and is there any that are better than almond milk? Well, um, that's a good question. Basically, there's differences with all the different plant based alternatives. So um, many are fortified with calcium and vitamin D, which is a good thing. That's probably what you want. But also some have added sugars and flavors. So uh, it's good to read the labels on the on any kind of well, all food, basically, always read the label that <laughs> will probably have to do an episode on that. Absolutely. Because that's kind of like a different language for most people, I think. Yeah, it's like you have to have a math degree just to figure out the daily value percentages. and No doubt. But anyway, back to, let's talk back about to, oat milk. Let's talk about oat milk. Because you, you've got to get your oats in you. <laughs> yeah, that was in your intro. That was hilarious. 
says, what the heck is oat milk? <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of funny because that's what we drink, right? That's well, and that's what I said when you brought it home. I'm like, what? Oat milk? <laughs> oat milk. It sounds kind of like the creamy residue after your oatmeal. You know, it's like, oh, what is that? But it's actually quite good. It is creamy. And it is a good alternative for people that are allergic to nuts or dairy. And it has more protein than almond milk or coconut milk. Mm. So there's four four grams of protein in a cup of oat milk um, versus the one gram in almond milk. And it's uh, it's got a little bit of fiber in there. Fiber? Yeah. In your milk. <laughs> As well as from the oats. That's right. Hmm. You know how good oats are for heart health. I do, well, I do because I'm married to uh, a dietitian. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yes. So, anyways, that's um, the oat milk is a good a good option for people. Uh, but watch if it's got added sugars because some oat milk has um, added sugars and some are just the natural. Um, no added sugar so so i noticed when uh shopping for these there's options uh there's sweetened there's unsweetened there's flavors so you're suggesting to get the unsweetened i'm suggesting look at the label oh yeah but i don't know what i'm looking for yeah, but, okay so there's the front label where it's like there's a claims unsweetened or vanilla or are a different flavor mm -hmm. and then when you look at the side panel the nutrition facts yeah and the ingredients so the actual like list of what's in that product the first thing listed is what's most in that product so if there's anything sugar related like with os as the end of the word like glucose or fructose ose then that's going to be some sort of sugar so do you really want to be just drinking a bunch of sugar uh, well, me no some some people uh would probably answer that a little differently but uh will help with their issues later um, absolutely so read the label and we're looking for something that has not a lot of sugar that's right okay yeah, yeah so and everybody's different in terms of what their aim is when they're drinking their milk so um some people <laughs> with their there's a few ways i could uh i could take that uh, anyway, carry on. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> What's your goal with drinking milk? Well, I mean, some people use it for calcium and vitamin D and protein. Some people bathe in it. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Actually. People bathe in it and they like put flowers all over them and take pictures and put it on Instagram. I don't know anyone that's done that myself. Um, but I've heard that's a thing to do. You're funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, okay. So we've talked about almond milk and we've talked about oat milk. So the next one is soy milk. Oh, right. Soy milk. So soy milk actually offers the highest amount of protein per cup. Mm. And it contributes protective isoflavones oh, for isoflavones. heart health. <laughs> so it's that those are phytochemicals that are actually... Uh, really protective and, and good um, plant chemicals, and they come from soy. And it's actually interesting because soy and hemp, which is the next one we're going to talk about, are both um, nitrogen-fixing plants, so they're really good for the soil. 
So you don't need the pesticides like you do with almond milk. Oh, I see. Like how they're grown. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, soy is a good uh, alternative to dairy. Uh, some people don't like the idea of um, the hormonal effects of the soy. It's in the isoflavones. Um but basically two servings of soy a day is considered safe. So uh, it shouldn't be a problem if you're just having, you know, soy milk uh, once, you know, once in a while or just, you know. I'm not going to grow man boobs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's, honestly, that's sort of a, a concern with guys is it's, there's estrogen in soy, isn't there? Or is that... Am I correct? That's a good question. It's actually, um, it's a phytoestrogen. It's a chemical that mimics estrogen. Ah. So um, there's some things, it's interesting what happens because women that have had breast cancer, they shouldn't have too much of it. Like you shouldn't be taking soy supplements or isoflavone supplements, um, but you can still drink uh, one or two cups of soy milk without it being a problem. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's why I think there's been a lot of press around the hormonal effects of soy. And so people have just said, oh, I'm not even going to have it all, right, at all. Like, right. But it's actually, um, it's okay to have a little bit. Okay, good to know. So it's a, it's a good thing we're here uh, talking about this because um, I know I'm confused about a lot of stuff <laughs> and I'm married to a dietitian and I'm still confused. So... Maybe I'll actually learn some stuff from this too. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you won't grow man boobs. So no, that's hopefully. Good. <laughs> hopefully no man boobs. Okay. So carry, uh, carry on. We're on to soy milk. What's, what's, uh, well, any... the one last thing with the soy milk mm -hmm. would be to, um, aim for the organic variety again, cause, um, it's just better because less pesticides and right. um, more sustainable growing. So, and actually soy milk for men who, um, want to prevent prostate cancer or are going through prostate cancer treatment, cancer treatment, um, then uh, they can actually uh, take two cups a day safely. It's There's been studies that show that that is okay and uh, may be helpful. There's... Like recommended almost. Yeah. Yeah. Calcium, vitamin D, good source of protein. Soy milk has excellent level of protein. Uh, it's similar to dairy milk, so eight cup, eight grams of protein in a cup. So nice. Yeah, so that's a good one. All right. So, what are some other uh, alternatives? We we covered a lot in the intro there. I guess they can all be. Well, you said hemp milk, I think. Yeah, that's the next <clears throat> one. Exactly. Where's that grown? Hemp milk. <clears throat> Uh, on the deck in a big pot <laughs> <laughs> not on our deck no. but primarily the, grown and harvested in canada on the neighbors in bc yeah, exactly That's bc right. hemp <laughs> yeah it yeah. is uh, definitely um more of a local for us uh, living in pacific northwest uh, uh hemp there's hemp plants in canada and it's definitely becoming more available uh, so you can get it in most grocery stores. It, yeah, it seems like it's uh, becoming more uh, recognized and acceptable too. Um, and you don't get high from hemp. I don't know if people should know that by now, but there's no like THC in the hemp. 
So in the hemp milk. No, no, yeah, exactly. You don't need to drink it out of a pipe or anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you could, I suppose. No, there's no THC in hemp milk or in hemp hearts, which are a different topic that we'll talk about one day. Um, it's uh, hemp hearts are the fiber, like a nutty uh, little um, powder seed. almost. Well, they're little powder. seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like a flaxseed or chia seed, um, but hemp hearts or the hemp seeds um, also are um, really good, actually high in protein and have the omega-3 fatty acids, are an excellent um, uh, food to enjoy. And, you know, it's uh, the hemp milk is one of the better ones in terms of um, plant alternatives. So, Oh, really? It, yeah. It's similar to oat milk in terms of the amount of protein. Well, we should try that. We should do a uh, like a blind taste test with a few different ones and see. I'd like to see if you could pick them out and just to try. Yeah. Well, I've kind of done that. I mean, we had uh, pea milk one time. Pea milk. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I thought, oh, I wonder what that's going to taste like. And in a cup, just drinking it straight, mm, not great. Like oat milk, I can definitely drink just straight. But, uh, uh, and soy milk, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones are more for in the tea or in the coffee or with cereal. Yeah. Uh, for me, anyways. It's kind of like tofu. It's not great on its own, but if you mix it <clears throat> with your with your meal, it's it's a good addition. That's exactly yeah, yeah for sure. The the one um, other milk, the last one that I want to talk about because it is pretty popular over the last ten years, I'd say, and it's it's tasty, but it's actually not a really great milk alternative is coconut milk oh i was gonna guess that wasn't what i was gonna say what were you gonna say i was gonna guess rice milk oh that's, that's yeah that's been around for a while too and it kind of is one of those things that made me think what rice milk how do you make milk from rice anyway i think we've covered uh that concept so um coconut milk you wanted to talk about well i'm actually um just let's backtrack a little bit to the rice milk because that right. is a good good one um it is uh, very low in protein also, and um, it does also you'd want organic because of the pesticides. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. It's the best one for people that have lots of allergies. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Because um, people might have allergies to dairy, to soy, um, possibly to oat, although that is not one that I hear about. Um but yeah, rice milk is kind of the least allergenic, but it's, I don't think there's, it's kind of like watery, like doesn't have much protein. So, right. um, yeah, but coconut, coconut, fresh from the coconut, <laughs> that, uh, nice thing that you put in pina coladas and oh, right. yeah, but for a beverage, like in, if you're weighing the odds in terms of the benefits and, um, pros and cons of each, uh, plant-based alternative the coconut milk is actually not great it has pretty much virtually no protein and it has saturated fats so those people that are um, concerned about heart disease or have to watch how much saturated fats they're um, taking in over the day uh, coconut milk has a little bit of that and then also you think of where coconuts come from 
Uh, um, trees. <laughs> not in Canada. <laughs> what? And, uh, you know... The, well, they're not from Canada, you mean? Yeah, I exactly. Gotcha. You think yeah, of yeah. the carbon footprint and... You know, you think of they're transported from the Philippines, Indonesia, India, and uh, yeah, it's actually they're not be, they're not very sustainable because of where they're getting harvest in the tropical regions. So that's another aspect that I don't think people think about when they buy coconut milk. I agree. I was thinking, um, well, with all of these, it's how often do you think about where it came from, especially with something like milk? I think we're used to doing that with uh meat maybe where where meat's grown but milk i think you don't think of where the cow was yeah or where the almond was grown that made your almond milk so exactly yeah that's a that's a good point too uh especially since there's so many options you can choose one that's a bit more uh friendly to the planet totally absolutely that's exactly the point i agree and it's uh it's always good to kind of look back at okay where did this piece of food or this drink that i'm consuming where did it originate where did it come from because uh it might take a long time to get here um from its original place it was started and like we said it's uh there are lots of options nowadays so you should be able to find something that's usually be able to find something that's local. Absolutely. Um, another question I have is, uh, as far as reading the label with milk uh, or milk alternatives, what, what is it we should be looking for? Like what's, um, what's important? What nutrients do we want to get from milk? Uh, good question. Um, I think uh, protein is the big one. Um, we want to make sure we're getting some protein. And with milk, uh, historically, the reason that people drink dairy milk or any milk is to get that calcium good for your bones and your teeth um, and vitamin D. So uh, with the plant-based alternatives, those usually are fortified like most, but some are not fortified. So that's the basic minimum is you want to make sure that they have some uh, fortification of calcium and vitamin D. Good to know. Um, why don't we just talk a little bit about uh, coffee creamers and stuff like that too? Because it's such a big uh, industry with all the coffee shops and specialty coffees and all that. And all, there's a lot of cream milk based products in those. Is there anything that we should be wary of? Uh, I, well, that's a really good question because the fact that, I mean, um, you know, there's a lot of debate about is coffee or tea good for us? And actually more and more evidence is suggesting that yes, you know, and, and this is going into another topic that we can talk on, on another podcast about. But the fact that, uh, yes, okay, coffee or tea is good for us. But then what do we do? We like double, double it up up like crazy and mm -hmm. then it's actually more like a pop or a soda like it, you're you're adding so much sugar and fat to it to make it taste good that it kind of negates all the good benefit of the coffee or tea that's in it so that's uh, a good question that you mentioned it's like salads i guess you have this healthy salad and then you throw a bunch of ranch dressing on it and <laughs> it all goes out Drown the window it. yeah <laughs> yeah. So if I want to put cream in my coffee, what's what's uh, a good healthy uh, option? 
Well, um, probably just keep it to a minimum of whatever you're going to do. Like if you like it sweet and like with the sugar and the cream, then, you know, just uh, watch how much you're using um, and use maybe real cream or um, or milk uh, if you like that. Or if you're into oat milk or um, all the milks that we talked about, you can use those for um flavoring your coffee or tea so it really depends on your taste but just remember that um, those creamers that you buy think of how they're processed and what's in them because a lot of times they have um, a lot of saturated fats and there's nothing actually real in them (laughs) not much a lot of them taste like they're uh yeah, like that vanilla cream <laughs> and the international delights are is kind of like just it's almost like well it's like the coffee mate almost you know like it's but it's liquid yeah and just there's nothing really good about it except the taste which for some people well they taste awesome but <clears throat> I, I think they're uh, a, a lot of chemical flavors which um, you know obviously isn't good yeah yeah exactly so it looks like we've uh, covered most of the things we wanted to talk about today is there um, anything else that you wanted to kind of wrap up with yeah I guess uh, when people go into this grocery store and they're looking for their milk um, or plant-based alternative they'll have uh, things to consider and looking at the label to um, see compare apples to apples or milks to milks milks to milk <laughs> and, and think of where it where it's originating from and think of the carbon footprint of that milk. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your expertise with us today. Uh, I'm sure everyone appreciates it. And uh, we will talk more next time. Thanks, Rob. All right. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. Thank you.